You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're in the middle of our grassroots citizens panel. Next topic, the Department of Homeland Security is planning to purchase 62 million more rounds of ammunition. This leads a lot of folks out there to believe that the federal government is attempting to dry up and control the uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the gun market by by controlling the ammunition. Let's go to Bunny Hunter. She is a weapons expert. She's a Second Amendment advocate. And Bunny, you make a living teaching marksmanship to to men and women. What is your take on this story? Well, as usual, I would have to agree with that that the government is clearly trying to control guns and ammunition as well. I see the control of the ammunition lately as a backdoor gun control thing that they're doing because they have failed to control the actual gun. Um, in regards to those numbers, uh, the Lake City Ammunition Plant puts out four million rounds of 223 a day. So I'm not sure that that's such a significant amount. I just, I don't know what the Homeland Security typically buys, so I couldn't say for sure on that. All right, so it may, it may or may not be a significant amount. Uh, right, Jim, I mean, go ahead, go ahead, Bunny. With those numbers, they're looking at in three days, they could use up that amount of ammunition. So just not sure about the typical amount they typically buy. So you're saying that perhaps that uh, this story is much to do about nothing? Uh, it could be a possibility, but I mean, it's definitely going on that they're trying to control guns by controlling ammunition. I mean, with the, the green tip thing and all that ridiculousness, you know, that's that's definitely what's going on right now. So it's for G sure a possibility. Jan Ronis, is this an attempt by the federal government to, to control uh, guns in America? Uh, no, absolutely not. Look, I think the real story here is what a stupid proposal to buy that much ammunition that would take years for them to use. If they, I mean, how many how many rounds does the DHS fire a month well, that's or what a year? That's what Bunny's just so, said. So. It's just probably, it's like the $1,500 toilet seat that was the scandal of the <laughs> 70s that they were putting in military aircraft. It's just another silly procurement uh, you know, method of some branch of the government that ought to be, you know, revoked or rescinded by some branch of, the, the, you know, that's overseeing this process. Jan, uh, Barry, you agree with Jan or Bunny on this one? I, I, I'm, I'm more inclined to ag agree with Bunny on this. There's, uh, the U.S. soldiers were burning through 5.5 million rounds of ammunition a month during the Iraq war at the height of the conflict. This is a 32-year supply of ammunition. I don't even know if it would last that long. It seems inordinately high. Maybe, as Bunny says, she's correct. It's a backdoor way to circumvent the Second Amendment and suck up the oxygen in the room. You can have all the guns you want, but you can't get any bullets to fire them. Well, now, a related story that has a lot of Second Amendment advocates, advocates up in arms is that 52 senators and 238 congressmen and congresswomen have joined together uh, to oppose President Obama's move to ban a popular type of ammunition, which is armor pierce, uh, which which pierces armor, and let's go to you, Bunny. The first question I have on this is: Are where do law, in your experience, where do law enforcement in America, police officers, sheriff's departments, where do they typically stand on this? They support the ban of of uh, armor piercing ammo or oppose the ban? 
Well, first off, there's so many facets to this uh, that are not true. Um, that it's a cop killer round is an absolute fallacy. Not one instance of a cop's vest being pierced by a green tip ammo round has ever been reported. Not one. So cop killer, uh, I'm calling BS on this one. Now, on the other term, military uses armor piercing. It's black tip. It's not even green tip. Green tip is not considered armor piercing in our world. I don't know where they came up with that. Once again, uh, backdoor gun control, I'm guessing. But if you look at it in logistics, any 223556 round will pierce ammo if it what, has what, enough. Why don't you explain what a 222356 round is? 223556, it's, it's the same thing almost. Um, they're both used in AR-15s and, you know, weapons that accept that caliber typically will do 223 or 556. But the the long and short of it is any 223 or 556 round with enough velocity will pierce through armor. It's it's just what it is. It's not as typical that the green tip one isn't particularly the one that'll pierce. Well, it's, uh, it's I'll just suggest that Bunny hasn't answered your question. Your question was, where does law enforcement stand on these kinds of issues? And historically, and over the years, law enforcement opposes uh, this, the ability of, of, you know, the man on the street to have this kind of weaponry and this kind of, of ammunition. So to, it, it, I'd just kind of like her to focus in on the answer to do you the agree question. With, do you agree with, with uh, what Jan Ronis just said, Bunny, that while, while, while you say while this ammunition has never killed one police officer, police officers, according to Jan, do not, do not support that ammunition on the street? Yeah, I don't know what police officers he's talking to, but I work daily with cops, and that is not the commonality of them. They don't agree with that at all. Now, if you look at what is killing cops, it's a lot of it is handgun stuff. It's not the it's not the five five six. It's just it's if you look at the statistics, it's not the case. And Jan, as a criminal defense attorney, you're saying that law enforcement officers are telling you something different. Right. For years, law enforcement has opposed a proliferation of this kind of, of ammunition that has absolutely no societal value or use whatsoever. It's certainly not used for hunting. It's not used for sport shooting and things of that nature. It's only used to, it, it, you know... Uh, Promote terror within society and, and promote. That's, that's, Go ahead, Bunny. That's just insane. That's that's not true at all. <laughs> it well, is I'd like to know what its societal purposes, what good purposes are. Well, the, the Second Amendment is not designed for shooting deer and, and uh, sportsmanship. It's designed for citizens to be armed against uh, an overpowerful government. Right. At a time when we didn't have armor-piercing ammunition, I might add. You know, every, every time, every time there, that there's more gun control, what happens is more bad guys have guns. Look at Chicago, where they've got the murder rate that leads most of the world and extremely tight gun control legislation in place in the city of Chicago and Cook County. Uh, I don't think this is anything different than what we talked about in the last segment, Rick. Controlling ammunition is a way to control the guns without saying we're doing gun control. And meanwhile, on a different topic, the feds, the federal government is saying that National Guardsmen tried to sell guns and ammo to Mexican drug cartels. Uh, the world's gone crazy. <laughs> What's your take on this story, Jan? Well, it's certainly a troubling story, and it isn't the first time it's happened. I mean, you see these things pop up occasionally in every, you know, profession, occupation. There are bad uh, actors, and it sounds like these were a couple of rogue, rogue National Guardsmen who succumbed to probably some reversing by a law enforcement agency. But it is 
is troubling. And that's that's my take on this story, Bunny, that you're always going to have bad people and no matter and rogue people, no matter what the walk of life is, Catholic priest or or, or a National Guardsman. How do you feel about this? Absolutely agree with that. Um, there's going to be bad apples in every group, and clearly some people can be bought with money, and, and morals don't matter, and the right thing doesn't matter, and, and they're not doing their job. They're making money on the side. So there's always going to be those type of people around, unfortunately. So, Barry, here we have we have the government buying uh, ammunition, and we have the, the uh, national some National Guard selling ammunition to the bad guys. Yeah, what I'd like to see is these guys get uh, the maximum penalty under the law, get put away, and be made an example of that this is not the way you defend your country, and it's certainly not the way you wear the uniform that these people are sworn to be proud of. All right, listen, we'll continue with our grassroots panel with more topics du jour right after the break. I'm Rick Amato from the Edge of America. We're back after this. Stay with me. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.